thousands of years ago, they were Apollo, Zeus, Ares. Now they are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the other heroes and villains of DC and Marvel Comics. Join us every week as we discuss the legendary stories, characters, concepts, and other parts of comics as we examine the modern pantheon of heroes. Let's get heroic. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the podcast for the comic book fan. Welcome to Under Two Capes. I am Jared and a couple of announcements. So number one is I know we didn't do a show yesterday, but I'm still working on what I want to do for the Tuesday show. But anyway, so today for your daily dose of Snyder news, we are going to discuss the Warner Media and Discovery merger because this could have big implications for the DCEU. And if we have time after that, we'll talk about other things. But first, let's start with this merger. So, so essentially what this means is there's going to be new management for Warner Media. And what this indicates to me is that there's renewed opportunity for the, um, them to say, let's just do the other movies. Because interesting thing today, Warner Media actually started admitting that the Snyder Cup was a success. That's important. Because if it's a success, they'll say, well, we can just do this too. So, so they can have their movies as well as the Snyder movies, which is totally fine. That's what everyone wants. Give us that stuff. Give us the other stuff. Then we'll be totally happy. We'll be super excited. We can be your marketing arm. So now what? So and another thing, the new CEO, and I'm trying to find that quote, has indicated that uh, I'm trying to find the actual story. So has indicated that the that one of the goals is to um, is to basically um, to basically like men is to basically like repair relations with other um, w- with the creatives that have actually um, that ha- have actually been like wronged. So we're going to start, so I'm going to share my screen and then we can talk about this discussion. So let me do this. This is from Cinema Blend. So what we're talking about here is could Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 actually happen after the latest Warner Brothers deal by Sean O'Connell? So he said, uh, he is, so basically after the Snyder Cut was released, he said it's, it's probably not likely that it's going to happen that they're going to do the other two movies. Um, so he said, the fans trying to convince one of me to continue. Personally, I viewed the battle as extremely difficult and felt that Snyder's chances were slim. I might've been wrong. Th- this is why you never say never in Hollywood, but you simply don't know what foundational changes might be on the horizon that could swing creative decisions back in your favor. That potentially could have been beginning, uh, could, could be happening as a news is hitting the wire that AT&T is looking for an exit strategy to its investment in, the, in its media asset, which would include Warner Brothers and the streaming service HBO Max. So in other words, AT&T is trying to like drop, it, um, is trying to essentially sell off Warner Brothers and, AT- and HBO Max. They're getting away from the entertainment um, industry. So... 
let's see. Um, this, uh, and just reveal plans for a massive merger with Discovery. According to the report, in, uh, to reports in the trades, this would form a joint venture of Warner Media's assets with the cable channels in D Disney's portfolio, and instantly boosting the offerings on the streaming service of HBO Max and Discovery Plus. So that's cool. But here's a sentence that will interest Snyderverse supporters and potentially give them a sliver of hope. Per Variety, the combined venture would, lead, would be led by, by, by Discovery CEO um, David Z Zaslav with Warner Media CEO Jason Kilar sh shifting over to address the company's direct-to-consumer initiatives. We immediately ask ourselves, could, could Zaslav be an ally in the push to restore the Snyderverse? That's a huge unknown at this stage, plus negotiations are still underway. So this is something I want to make sure everyone knows. These deals could fall through. Either that or the, or the FTC says no because this could get into antitrust issues. However, the FTC has authorized um, larger deals than this. So it's not likely that that thing will happen. But once again, um, negotiations could fall apart. So next, so let's talk about the other piece of equipment. The Hollywood Reporter noted that HBO Max lags behind the behemoth Netflix in terms of subscribers, which makes sense as it's been around far less time than Netflix. But they also reported that HBO Max spends far less money on original programming than Netflix does, and this merger could change that. Original programming, like more content from Zack Snyder's DC Universe. And this is something that, well, first off, back in 2020, this was the impetus for them saying, okay, let's release the Snyder Cut because they realized they need original content to compete with the other streaming service like net, net um like take netflix for example they have like a ton of original content and that's a, and that's one of the reasons why people keep coming to them hbo max needs that now they have all the dc stuff they offloaded a lot of dc stuff onto hbo max which i love i've been indulging in it's so great and they need original stuff to pull people there so when they decided let's do the Snyder Cut. That that'll be a pull to get people to subscribe. They did that, and now DC fans are like, "Let us have more. Have this be on HBO Max and be an HBO Max exclusive series, and then we'll just go there for Snyderverse stuff, and we'll go to the movies for your stuff." So, so that's important to understand here. It's possible, particularly when THR quotes from the discovery statement on the merger. The new company will be able to invest in more original content for its streaming services, enhancing the programming options across its global linear pay TV and broadcast channels and offer more innovative video experiences and consumer choices. In other words, we'll have money to spend on stuff. Original content lures consumers to streaming services. So we're going to skip through that. It can coexist or whatever. Okay, so now what they're talking about, I, I have long believed that investing in, Zach, in Snyder's vision for the DC universe was a smart play. At the very least for HBO Max, it can coexist with whatever DC is trying to do in theatrical and build out Snyder's world in a long form story that would include Ben Affleck's Batman, a solo cyborg film, and two Justice League sequels that Zach has discussed. Zach himself has said, the story is written. You just have to, um, to, to give me the green light and we have a movie. The merger in news is by no means a green lit to the Snyderverse. Once again, the merger could happen and then they could not green light, it, green light it. Numerous obstacles would have to be removed in order for Warner Brothers to go out to, to go from the aggressively anti-Snyder stance is currently ha has to 
to yeah. In other words, they would have to change their attitude. But in a situation with a store, huh, my gosh, sorry about that, where the door on the Snyderverse was slamming shut, the merger can be viewed as a foot keeping the door ajar, giving some fans hope. So what that indicates to me is it could still happen. However, it's not guaranteed to happen. That's the important part here, because if it were guaranteed to happen, they would have announced it. Plus, also, here's the thing we probably won't know. Uh, well, first off, if assuming the deal goes forward and it's 100% advanced, it's going to take a couple of like probably like a like a year or so for the deal to be finalized, and then it's probably going to take like like some more time if they decide to go in that direction to get everyone on board. Now, you guys know me; you've been listening to this podcast for over a year now. You know I want more of this stuff, which. In all likelihood, again, I, I'm still of the opinion that's going to happen eventually. Just give it time, and then, yes, it, it most likely will happen because they're saying we need original content. And if the culture changes from its anti-Snyder stuff, I think Zach himself will go to them and say, hey, I have this. If you want me to do this, just let me know. I'll do it. So another thing that's interesting about the merger is that Warner Brothers Games is apparently being broken up um, because of the merger. Some of the gaming arm will stay with AT&T and some will go with the new company. So that's interesting. So let me see. Uh, has the legal team discussed the separation of the companies? Is one become aware of the merger just recently? Okay, so game bro- broken up. Someone's getting, okay, that's gonna, be inter- that's gonna be interesting how they do that. I wonder which properties will go with which company. I'd imagine if it's getting split up, maybe, okay, I'm trying to think here. I don't know exactly where uh, each one would go. I'd imagine probably whichever arm, actually, no, I don't know. I'm not going to kick injection on that, so we'll find out about that later. The point is, we now have hope, people. We now have, and Zach said, hey, Assuming that if they welcomed me back and said I could do this, I will do it. So in other words, Zach's on board. The only thing we have to worry about, short of the Warner Brothers people, is like is making sure it lines up with all the actors' schedules, which I get the feeling that all of them would sign up to, to come back for them because everyone I've, uh, I've listened to has said Zach's a great guy to work with. I'd work with him in a heartbeat, even Jared Leto which I would love to see Jared Leto's Joker and Batman fighting side by side in a post-apocalyptic government. That'd be so great. So let's see. Uh, So now what I, now here's the way I think this is going to happen. I think the deal is going to go through and then we're going to start seeing teases from Zach like we do at the Snyderverse. There'll be some event like uh, uh, kind of like how he announced the Snyder cut at a Man of Steel screening. And then all of a sudden, he'll start to say, oh, yeah, he'll put the image on the screen like a man still and say, oh, by the way, this is coming out soon. It'll say Justice League Part 2 or whatever title he wants. I think he, he said he already has titles in mind, and that'd be so cool. It would be also really cool if at some point he drops the Green Lantern scene from the Snyder Cut and just says, this is what it looks like. Because I love where someone asked Zach at a recent uh like event okay so so what would john stewart look like in the snyder cut he just holds up his phone and is like 
Hey, here we go. So good. So yeah, that's my news for the Snyder Cut specifically. I'm really, uh, I'm really optimistic because once again, conceivably, it could change the culture at Warner Brothers, which would help Zach have like the room and the not interference to to basically be able to work through his um his uh his universe now if if the same three uh, well we know Toei Emmerich is leaving but if the other two Hamada and uh, Sarnoff stay it is possible that they could just be reshuffled away to a, a different job position which is fine as long as they're not like interfered plus the fact the CEO said we're going to establish a culture that is more con conducive and I guess that um, is more conducive to um, to creatives, and we're going to work more with creatives and start to mend our bridges more. So again, it indicates to me that we could be getting more Snyder content, which is so great. Thank you so much. Now, now we're uh, there's one other thing I want to talk about real quick. I want to talk about the announcement today that we are getting an Injustice animated movie. And th 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 this is relevant to the topic of Snyder because basically his, um, because basically um, that was sort of a direction that Snyder was going in. So I really want to talk about that a little bit. So Injustice animated movie, imagine that. This is one of the decisions today that one of the announcements that I was like, wait, what? So I, I'm going to read this. This is from Comic Book Gaming. One of DC's most popular Elseworlds tale is officially getting a, the film treatment. On Wednesday, Warner Brothers Home Entertainment confirmed that an Injustice animated movie will be the next title in the studio slate of animated films spinning out of the popular vi video game and comic series of the same name. An advanced sneak peek of the film will be available as part of the upcoming home release for Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. No other details surrounding the project, including a voice cast or release date, are available at this time. The notion of an Injustice animated film is sure to fuel speculation on multiple levels, especially given the amount of source material that the franchise already has to draw upon. There's a chance that the film could be an adaptation of the narrative of the first game or of Tom Taylor's um, tie-in and Justice comic series that ran for multiple years, which was fantastic, by the way. The comic de dealt with the previously unseen corners of the franchise timeline, more uh, most recently, including Injustice Year Zero, which provided a, a sort of prequel look at some of the characters. So now this is super cool. And it's one of the things where I was like, thank you for giving me this. It's a good sign. They're giving me something that I've been calling for for a while because and you can look back at a previous episode. I think Vlad and I talked about this where we were like, wouldn't it be cool if we just got an animated Injustice movie at some point? Come on. It doesn't even have to be live action. Just give us something Injustice. And for those of you that don't know, the Injustice storyline was basically, first, it's an Elseworlds story, meaning it's not like, canon to the DC universe. It's in its own little world in the multiverse. So what the Injustice storyline is, so the Joker kidnaps Lois Lane, ties a nuclear bomb to her heartbeat, and doses Superman with uh, fear toxins. So he sees Superman, uh, Lois as Doomsday, 
So Superman takes Doomsday, I'm doing air quotes, flies him, uh, or her in this case, to uh, in outer space and kills her and the, the baby that she was pregnant with. And then her, her heartbeat um, stops, obviously. And then a nuke goes off and takes out Metropolis. So Superman loses his wife, kid, and um, his place of his home. So what this does is it causes Superman to essentially go down the path of becoming a dictator. It's kind of like uh, DC's version of Secret Empire, only it was much better. And it was an Elseworld storyline. Like I said, in one of the very first episodes I think Lad was on, I said, should have been an Elseworld. So this sort of turns into the DC Civil War where like half the DC heroes go with Batman because Batman's like, Clark, this isn't the way. You have to give people their freedom. And Superman's like, well, let me put it this way. We tried it your way for years and look what happened. How many lives would have been stopped if you had killed the Joker? So in other words, Batman and Superman go to war against each other. It has, so far it has two games, but it's possible we could be getting a third, which I'm super excited for. I love Injustice. I'm one of the best Injustice players of my friends, particularly when playing Wonder Woman. And uh, so, okay, so let me see what else. So it makes sense that, that it'd be getting an animated movie, which I'm wondering if it's going to take place, if they're going to make, in other words, if they're going to have Injustice be like an event within their current continuity. That would be interesting if they somehow fit their, if somehow weave their, con their new continuity in th that was started with Superman, Man of Tomorrow and went with Deathstroke and a JSA World War II, which was fantastic. And I did an episode on that. That'd be really cool if somehow that's building toward injustice because they already have the Batman movie, The Long Halloween coming up. So I'm very interested to see how this turns out. I think it'd be great. I'm really excited for it. Now you may be wondering, how is this linked to Zack Snyder? What story exactly would link to Snyder? And I mentioned this last week. The way that Snyder was going to play this out is Darkseid was going to kill Lois Lane and she's pregnant with their kids, so, and the kid. And this makes Superman susceptible to the anti-life equation, which Darkseid has recently grabbed control of. So he turns Superman into a slave and uses Superman to take over the world and rule it and sh basically strip it for resources. It's the whole nightmare timeline that you saw in BVS and then a little bit in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hereby just called Justice League because as we know now, the Whedon cut does not exist. Excuse me. So anyway, at this point, um, Batman basically forms like an underground army to fight against uh, Darkseid and, um, and Superman. And then he, he, um, Batman sends Barry Allen back in time to undo all this. So once again, it's kind of, what Zach likes to do is, uh, I've noticed that he takes certain storylines like the Dark Knight Returns, the death of Superman, or um, let me see, basically Justice League origin and Injustice, use the basic concept of that storyline. Uh, uh, like say, for instance, for J Justice League uh, origin, Darkseid invades and the League is formed. Or for Dark Knight Returns, Batman, Superman fight. Death of Superman, Superman dies and Injustice, Superman becomes an evil dictator. He takes those concepts and sort of weaves them into his own storyline, which I love really well. Uh, I'm fine with you not sticking 100% to those storylines because obviously, obviously it gets boring. Because if you do a straight up adaptation of Injustice, we know it's going to happen. 
where if you take the basic concept, the basic idea, Superman turns evil, and then you basically morph it so it fits within this other, this new original storyline, I love that. 100% do that. Which is why I didn't hate Captain America's Civil War, because they took the basic concept of the Civil War storyline, which was that the government, in this case, the world governments, had passed a resolution that the Avengers had to, to register with the government and be their uh, a arm of the UN, which is basically like the comic where the heroes had to register with the US government and be arms of the government. And then the, the, this caused a split and they relatively kept to who was on whose side. So they sort of modified that storyline. So, and, and I like that a lot. Now you don't want to lose the essence of that storyline though. You want to make sure you, you keep in that common line like Superman is evil in this one because uh, Lois Lane was killed even. But I feel like they're, uh, I'm very optimistic with, with my DC content. I think it's going to be, I, I think first off doing Injustice is a fantastic idea for the animated because that movie will sell like gangbusters because Everyone loves Injustice. It's one of my favorite storylines as a Superman and Batman fan and Wonder Woman because she was kind of the main villain of that. And it's one of my favorite just Elseworlds. It's my favorite Elseworlds story of all time, probably short of Superman Red Sun or The Dark Knight Returns. But anyway, so going back to what I was talking about now. So we have a lot of great DC content that I'm really excited for. We have Long Halloween. Oh, also, I might as well go through this right now as well. DC announced that they're making a My Adventures with Superman series for HBO Max. It looks like they're, make, they're trying to make another animated Superman show, which once again, I know recently animation has been kind of meh, but again, I'm very optimistic. Obviously, I'll be checking it out because I run the podcast, so I kind of have to. The things I do for you people. The only reason why I didn't cover Birds of Prey is because that would really hurt me. Physically, that would hurt me. But anyway, I don't want to run around about Birds of Prey. So my adventure with Superman, that's, I'm optimistic about that. I think it's going to be, uh, you guys know me. I'm an optimist. I like this content, and I, I, I'm willing to give everything a chance to see if it's good. If it's bad, obviously, I'm not going to watch it like Birds of Prey. I only watched that movie once, and have, that's the one DC movie where I have not replayed any, any of my favorite action scenes because... There were no favorite action scenes in that movie. That movie was basically not a good movie. That's on the level in my mind of Joss Whedon's Justice League. But anyway, this TV show looks great. Well, as far as I know, it looks good. And the, the basic concept is cool. Is that it's showing like, first off, Superman's early in his career, trying to build that, that, that sort of identity as Superman. And then he, he, he's working with uh, Lois and, and, and Jimmy to basically build that journalistic team, which I think is interesting how now they're pushing more toward the journalist side of Superman, which I don't think we've ever really seen that much. I'm, so I'm very interested in that. Obviously, once again, we'll cover it. And hopefully it's pretty good. I really hope it's good because I don't want it to be really bad. All right. So we got the Injustice movie. We have the, the news about how the merging of the studios is going to bring New Hope to, to the Snyderverse. Which once again, let me say this. Okay. So 
what Warner should have done from the very beginning is that the minute Zach had to step away from the from a family tragedy, they should have just stopped, delayed it, and said it will release when you're ready. And we'll, and we would have gotten Zach Snyder's Justice League in some form. And he could have probably released like the four. It'd be cool if, if what they could have done released the two hour version or like two to two and a half to three hour version that, that at the studio mandated for movie theaters. And then the DVD release put in the four hour version that we got on HBO max that we w- would get on HBO max because they did, did that with BVS. And then that, and then what they sh- could, could have done is waited. And then he could have given us that because watching Zack Snyder's justice league. Now it was a fantastic movie. My favorite DC movie, possibly my favorite comic book movie. It also made me a little angry because I'm like, we could have gotten this in 2017. Imagine that. We could, if Warner had not been impatient, that's the word, impatient to copy Marvel and had just not screwed around with Zack Snyder, we could have gotten that in 2017. And we would have had Justice League Part 2 by now. And, and we would have been eagerly waiting Justice League Part 3. So it's, a, it's like one bad decision after another. That's why Warner Media is being sold to, to, to Discovery. It's not necessarily because of the Snyderverse stuff, but it's because they keep making all these really bad decisions. Really, really bad. And once again, I love how uh, I really find it humorous how Warner repeatedly tries to say, oh, the Whedon cut is canon. We love the Whedon cut. By the way, I guarantee you at some point, like this way, if they restore the Snyderverse, they'll just say somehow, I guarantee you that the next announcement, if they do that, will be to say Whedon cut's no longer canon. Most likely. And and they'll just say we're doing these movies. Because what they could do, here's what they could do also. If they could have the other stuff, the non-Snyderverse stuff, be like its own like one-shot movies and let the Snyderverse be the interconnected movie universe. Because now more and more people like it after Justice League. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen tweeted, I was wrong about Snyder. I am sorry, Snyder. This is what you were building toward. I really want to see more of this. So what they could do, once again, is just decide Snyder is going to have the interconnected stuff. That'll be on HBO Max. That, that'll be the long plan. And then, and then uh, the theatrical will be more of the one-shot movies that like, that people don't really care about. Most likely people don't really care about because we don't care about the Black Superman movie. We don't care about Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle, or Zatanna. I mean, Zatanna, actually, I'm, I'm pretty pumped for it because I like that. Or like Justice League Dark. Really what people are more caring about right now is, is the Snyder verse. If you ask them to. Now, here's the thing. I am very excited for Matt Reeves' Batman. I'm going to give that movie a shot because that movie looks amazing. So that's the one non-Snyder movie that I'm really like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for that movie. And I will go on, on record. when, And I've said this on the podcast when I first saw the trailer. Remember, leading up to the trailer, I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. I'm not excited for this. Then when I saw the trailer, I was like, I take back everything I said about the Pattinson Batman or this movie. This is going to be great. So, so there's that. Now, okay. With what, I'm trying to think about what else to say here. So, so once again, have Snyder have the interconnected stuff on HBO Max. You can, you can make it so it's, here's the good part about Snyder being just on HBO Max. He can make the four-hour movie. He doesn't have to worry about like fetting some 
some bogus in my mind theatrical like uh, like time limit let me put it this way Endgame proved that you could have an over uh, a three-hour movie and people will still watch it was to watch it and it'll get good reviews there are and here's the thing i guarantee you that if the Snyder Cut came out in movie theaters, it would be a theatrical success. There's no way it wouldn't have. Based on the fact that, here's another piece of news, Warner Brothers is finally admitting that the Snyder Cut was successful. Once again, indicating that they could, we could be getting news soon, not in the near future, but probably in the future, that they will be restoring it, or at least doing part two and part three, allow him to do his Justice League trilogy, that's an addition to his previous uh, two other movies. So it's a five movie arc, Warner Brothers, and allow allow the Snyderverse to flourish and expand. Because it's successful now, they're admitting that it's successful. And also with it, can we please see the, see the actual official HBO Max numbers so we can see how many times it's been played? I mean, we know China loves it. Three I think about now the view count is up to 350 in China. Really? The China thing, I think, was the game changer because most, uh, because most like movie houses, I guess the word is, they cater to China, to the Chinese market, because that's where you make a lot of your money. So if it's being viewed that much in China, the land of piracy, but it's being viewed legally in China, 350 or so legal times, I'm pretty sure you want to continue this. If you care anything about the Chinese market, Go with that. Please, for the love of God, go with that. That's all we want. And please, even like, uh, it would be hilarious, by the way, if, uh, it, let me put it this way, if I go on HBO Max in like the next like month or so, and then it says, it, it puts in like the leaving soon, the, jo- the Whedon cut of Justice League, I will laugh. I will even post a video on our social media celebrating. That'll be, that's that's how you know they're restoring the Snyderverse because if they start taking down that movie and watch, it'll become the rarest m- movie, uh, the rarest DVD. I'm still keeping mine as an object lesson. Uh, good things come to those await. I even deleted the digital copy from my Apple account. So let's hope that within like maybe like i don't know i'd say like we should be getting indications from it probably about i would say maybe a year or so granted i could be wrong and all of a sudden we could get news that that zaxon talks to do this that would be fantastic but once again when it's confirmed that they're going to do it i would say we could be getting that news in about a year or so just they can finalize the deal Make sure it's all good with the actors and actresses because remember, Gal Gadot's pregnant, so she's not going to be able to do it while the baby's in her stomach. And uh, she probably has her own movies. They basically have a lot of like logistical factors that they have to fact to deal with. Once they t- take care of those hurdles and Warner Brothers green lights it, I get the feeling we'll be getting an announcement pretty soon. Which, once again, you will make me one very happy comic book fan. Now, let's see. What else can we talk about that, that was super fun and, and announced today? Let's see. I'm just checking my Twitter feed real quick so we can see what else is, is uh, what was announced at the Warner thing. By the way, um, I'm thinking 
actually, you know what? Since this is actually Snyder uh, Snyder Day of the week, I'm going to give you guys my review of Army of the Dead. Now, I'm not going to go through the plot at all because, again, uh, some people may not have seen it. I'm going to wait until like a week after it comes out on Netflix to give you guys like the 100% like this is the plot summary, but I'm just going to give you guys my thoughts. This is the spoiler-free review. What a movie! So if you ever want to see like a really good zombie, this was like one of the best zombie movies that I have seen. And oh, they're making a Batgirl. This was just announced. Sorry, I have to stop this. They are making a Batgirl movie again by the directors of Bad Boys, who directed Bad Boys for Life. Oh, that's interesting. I can't wait. Uh, that that would be very interesting to see. Has been included background five Yeah, we already know Death Joker is gonna fight uh background. All right, so anyway, going back to what we were talking about with Army of the Dead. I'm actually gonna close my Twitter feed. All right. So this movie was like really cool in that. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what I can say without spoiling it. Oh can't say that much. Let me put it this way: it was super cool. The action was like a hundred, the action was pretty dope. They had a couple of scenes where I was like, okay, this would not work in real life. But once again, you're going to a zombie movie. Basically, so if any of you guys know me, you know that I, that I like authenticity in my action scenes. It's like, if people are like, let me put it this way. If, you're, if a movie, if there's a scene in a movie where, what, where a bad guy is shooting at someone and they take cover behind a wood table, I have to call BS on that because that would not work. Do not do that. But I understand that that it's like, very like um let me see it's you have to like it's basically like you you have to separate yourself from reality to a certain degree particularly in this i mean there was a shot in the trailer and it's in the trailer so i can tell you this of dave bautista running across poker tables firing at zombies and i'm like this probably would not work in real life and you're probably firing way too many rounds than, than you have in your actual magazine but besides that i'm fine with it I find it because it looks cool. The only time I really hold it to like a strict thing is like a military movie because those are supposed to, those are to a certain degree supposed to be authentic. But if it's like an, an action movie like that, I'm not going to hold it too much, too much to, um, I'm not going to hold the feet to the fires too much. But anyway, so this movie was not necessarily your typical zombie movie and that it actually had a, had a pretty decent plot it, uh, again, it's a zombie heist movie, and Zach has said this himself. Uh, I, I have to preface that. I, I have to, to say that after everything I reveal because I don't want to be accused of spoilers. But it's really hard to, to talk about this movie without spoiling it. So let me see. Uh, definitely go see the movie. If you can, you can go see it in, in, in the theaters. That's what I did. And, and that's like the best experience. And when it comes out on Netflix this Friday, I'll be watching it in my home theater where I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League with Lad. It's, it's pretty dope theater. And, um, but yeah, definitely, it's a movie theater movie. If you have the capacity to go see it in the movie theater, please do. It's, it's, it's great in that experience with the surround sound, the large screen. I have a snack. I had, personally, I enjoy popcorn and like a nice Powerade is what I had. But definitely go see it in the movie theater. It's one of those movies where you're, where I think, you lose a little bit of the 
part of it if you don't see it in a movie theater. Uh, or, or really, here's the thing. If you're watching it in a home theater, like if you have surround sound, a big screen, that's I think that's fine. But you lose a lot of like the the like art of the movie if you're not watching it. If, if, I mean, if you're watching it like on a laptop or on a phone. And I, I, I think it's pretty obvious information, but I just want to say. But definitely, it's an enjoyable movie. I definitely thought it was like one of the better zombie movies. I mean, I'm the guy that enjoyed, to a certain degree, the Resident Evil movies. But I enjoyed this infinitesimally more. I hope that's a word. But anyway, I thought that it was like one of the most unique takes on the zombie genre. That the, And I felt that... But the cast was good. They they played off each other really well. It's kind. Of, it had a lot of comedic elements, which I definitely appreciate. It, it again, it blended comedy and like drama, and made it so it's not like too much comedy, like the freaking Whedon cut, and it's not too dark, not like any of Zach movies because he has a certain blend of those two, particularly in Zach's in, in Justice League. And there are a couple of Easter eggs, particularly for Justice League. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, be on the lookout for those as you see them. No spoilers. And then um, definitely, definitely go see it. It was a fun movie. I definitely, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to be watching that movie a lot when it comes out on Netflix. So anyway, um, definitely go see Army of the Dead if you like. If you like Zack Snyder movies, great. It's it's a very Zack Snyder movie. And if you just like zombie movies, or if you just want to see a really cool ass movie, go see Army of the Dead. Promise you will not be disappointed. Once again, next week I'll have a more in depth review of Army of the Dead. I'll try and get Lad on the show, uh, or maybe I'll get someone else that's on the show to, in order for us to talk about it more in detail. All right, so. Let me go over a little bit of the schedule and then I'll call it a night. Now, I know I didn't do a Halo episode last night, but that's just because the Tuesday night thing, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with that. And I'm still trying to figure out if I still want to keep up this every day thing because it's kind of hard to like keep coming up with topics. But we'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'll have like a more a more, uh, more of a schedule by next week. And Lad is definitely like, on board for, for doing a Bionicle series. So we'll see what that, we may do that instead of a Halo series or may do those concurrently and I'll just release them on Tuesdays. But should be a fun time. I hope you guys will, will stay with us on this journey. And once again, so the one year anniversary of the podcast is coming out next month. I think it's June 11th was the first episode. So that's when I'll do a very special behind the scenes episode where I'll tell you guys how I created this podcast, how I make the episodes, um, how I record stuff. I may even post up a tour of my great office and I'll have Lad on. We'll talk about how we first met, uh, how we first got into comics again. Then we'll talk about doing the podcast and how much fun it is. Anyway, it'll be, uh, there'll be less of a comic centered episode and more of a, this podcast centered episode. So that'll be fun. And we're going to be updating the marketing in terms of the, the profile and like cover picture for all the stuff. We're going to be making more use of thumbnails and, and basically um, using the summer to like improve how we do the podcast. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoy it. 
Um, so stay heroic, everyone. Have a good week. And I will see you on our next episode. And by the way, like, comment, subscribe to the Comics League Network if you want to, to, to continue watching the, this show and all of our other shows because we are running a on Mondays. I do a Star Wars show called Knights of Mandalore where we talk about Bad Batch. On Tuesdays, right now, we do a Halo show. I may even record one later and then just put it up. Uh, so far, we're doing a Halo show. I, I have to see. We might even replace that with a Bionicle once again. On Wednesdays, we do Snyder-focused Snyder fo uh, fandom episodes and like Snyder-verse news. So basically, Wednesday is Snyder Day in any capacity. That's why I covered Army of the Dead. And um, Thursday is our news day, which I'm going to cover like a, a lot of the latest news. And then Friday... Or Saturday or Sunday, the, the way Under Two Capes works, the actual podcast is, if I can't do it on Friday, it'll be up Saturday or Sunday, which most likely the Under Two Capes will be up Friday. But so, so uh, and basically for a Friday, well, like I said, the Under Two Capes show, the flagship podcast of this channel. So once again, if you like a lot of different um, fandom tastes, um, subscribe to Under Two Capes because we cater to like a large uh, a large group of fans. It's not just comic books and stuff. We talk about Halo and Star Wars, not just their comics, but their TV shows, their movies, their games and such. We have a wide selection of hosts and guests that we are excited to have on. So I definitely hope you'll join us on this journey. So once again, like, comment, subscribe, share, do whatever you want to do with this and follow us on Instagram at under two capes 2020 and uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. All right, everyone stay again, stay heroic and have a great week. Bye-bye.